You're listening to the Whistle Pulse podcast with me, Laura Hanlon, keeping your finger on the pulse with all the local info you need to know. I've got you covered every weekday morning. Well, all right, all right, all right. Good morning. Happy Tuesday. How are you doing? Matthew McConaughey? Uh, No. It's me. I hope you had a wonderful weekend. This, uh, well, these sunny skies are pretty beautiful. Yesterday was gorgeous. It's going to be really warm today. Yeah, a really high freezing level of uh, over 3,000 meters. Mm-hmm. Uh, through to tomorrow as well when it's going to cool down a little. And looking at some long range forecasts too. Not really some reliable precipitation until say Tuesday uh, and Wednesday really gathering next week. So yeah, a week from now. I know, but uh, yeah, (laughs) at least it's going to be sunny for the next few days. Uh, You know what? It is what it is. Opening day is going to be, well, uh, the snow is going to be sparse, what with a base of just 50 something centimeters. I can tell you that the sunrise from seventh heaven this morning was absolutely beautiful. You can see just one little track. Uh, In fact, a couple little tracks out on seventh heaven there. It is stunning, and I know, just like you, I'm chomping at the bit, but yeah, no more snow until sort of Tuesday, really, at the earliest. Maybe Sunday from other reports, but reliably Tuesday, looking at, uh, yes, some spot WX weather. It's a big low front, like a large low-pressure system uh, in the Pacific north of uh, Hawaii that, yeah, will hopefully bring some precip come Tuesday. But opening day is what? A week and a bit away, Thursday? Yours truly is pretty stoked to ski on the staff ski day that's right the first ever whistle back home staff ski day if you have a staff pass you can ski between 10 and 2 on wednesday 23rd and don't forget there will be an apre at stinkies on the stroll it'll be uh yeah two years for the whistle pulse we've got awesome fun and games for you amazing door prizes from oh coast mountain brewing along with picnic whistler nagomi sushi goggle sock and mortgage national so do not miss it I pray will be at Stinky's on Wednesday 23rd. Uh, yeah, but we'll get into events shortly because you want to know about the weather, don't you? Yeah, well, or just minus five in the village this morning. Sunrise was at 7.25. I know, sunset is uh, before uh, 4.30 in the afternoon now, technically 4.28 this evening. It was a high of five yesterday, looking for similar conditions today. Well, Yesterday was a high of 5.7. So looking for sunny skies, a high of 6 today, same tomorrow. And then cooler temperatures coming our way during the day, Thursday, Friday, with that freezing level lowering. Yeah, it was sunny skies though, right through the weekend up until sort of Sunday. But nighttime temperatures hovering around minus 5, minus 7. I know, still my beetroot, I don't know if I'm going to be able to get them out the garden. <laughs> Left them too late, they're frozen in there. But yeah, a little bit of a wind chill this morning, feels cooler, but a high of 6 degrees expected. Lovely. Same tomorrow and all. So what does that mean for your road conditions? Well, people are still asking online about closures during some nighttime hours near Porto Cove. want to stress this for anybody looking to jet set and get away and you're trying to make it to the airport between 9 p.m. and 6 a.m. Uh, the Sea to Sky has rock slope stabilization happening. Uh, that was a mouthful. Happening at Porto Cove from 9 p.m. until 6 a.m. And that's right through until December 9th. So the single lane alternating traffic, but there's reported delays of up to say half an hour. So if you're heading down to the city and you need to be there promptly between 9 p.m. and 6 a.m., 
Give yourself plenty of time. Yeah, right through until December 9th. The Duffy Lake Road is, of course, wintry, very much winter conditions there. And despite the fact that we're going to have some really sunny weather throughout the week, definitely winter conditions that where people are adjusting to out there. And quite a lot of traffic volume over the weekend heading southbound on Sunday afternoon. And what with Cornucopia happening, it's due to be busy this weekend still. Uh, yeah, um, but really quiet during the week, which I'm loving. But yeah, American Thanksgiving and opening day coming up and it remains to be seen just how much and how that Creekside closure and the shuttle service will, you know, affect things. It'll be an adjustment for sure. But if you're able to get public transit in to the hill and save yourself the worry of parking, there's an idea. Mm-hmm. Ah, what else to let you know about? Tons. Because event-wise, Connect Whistler is well underway now. The welcome dinner, of course, at the Whistler Racket Club last night. And there are tons of events happening today, including the Whistler Museum guided walking tour. And they have a new exhibit, actually, about uh, fire, called Fire and Ice, like a geological georegion shaping the landscape. Super cool. So that's happening along with, uh, let's see what else is happening today. Really crucial, actually. I mentioned this the other day, renting in Whistler your rights as a tenant brought to you from Whistler Community Services Society. That's happening between 12 and 1, along with naloxone training happening there, too. That's at the Nesters WCSS uh, complex between 4 and 5 p.m. for, you know, um, harm reduction. Loads and loads of events, so make sure you're checking out some of those, including, of course, tonight, with it being a Tuesday, the second installment of Coast Mountain and MSA's Backcountry skills and awareness nights that's happening again tonight but yeah let me get be methodical here because there is actually a ton to talk about um also an intro to ukulele coming up in a couple days at the library i'm trying to put a ukulele on hold i really want to do that gosh i've been putting that off forever but the ukuleles at the library are so hard to get hold of but also coming up in a couple days which i uh if like me you're really interested i gutted to have missed it last week from the Squamish Lillooet Cultural Center, there will be a weaving opportunity. Last week was uh, an a program with uh, working with Devil's Club and having seen a film about that locally made in Squamish actually about its importance and medicinal uses in, for First Nations here uh, for the Lilwa and Squamish nations. Super cool. There's a Salish wool weaving night happening at the Murray Young Arts Center this Thursday from 6.15 until 9.15. Uh, yeah, make sure that you obviously uh, yeah register for that workshop prior to. That's on Thursday. On Friday at the Murray Young Arts Center will be the Aware, We Are Aware nature photo exhibit happening with a party. That's right. There's going to be live music, drinks, appies, free to attend between 7 and 9 p.m. Very much looking forward to uh, seeing so many other people's artwork there uh, that reflects, you know, their interaction and concerns for our local and natural environment as well. So really, really cool that that's coming up on Friday. I really hope to see you there. But a new night, and I really wanted to go to this last night after work, but Motown Mondays is going to be a regular staple at the Raven Room on Mondays, 10 to 1 a.m., 
with music from Soul Club along with Foxy Moron and Vinyl Richie. Uh, super pumped for that to be a regular feature. So I know where I'm going to have a decompression uh, cocktail or two on a Monday night. That's uh, super awesome that that is coming. It's going to be a regular fixture. And I want to let you know too that Bread is going to be reopening on November 18th, just three days away. And yeah, I was discussing it yesterday about Creekside Hay, like what with the gondola being closed, how much that will affect businesses there. Remember, uh, I bought a, oh, by the way, a wicked disco light bulb the other day from a local business. And somebody was like, oh, you can probably get that for Amazon for $10. And I'm all about supporting local and I really hope you can make the effort to visit Creekside, those wonderful businesses, restaurants, you name it, even though the gondola is closed because uh, they're a crucial part of our community, you know? Yeah. Uh, what else to mention? Da -da -da -da. There's so much going on. There really is. Ah, so, uh, yeah, there's a, even a part of Connect Whistler, a guided Ordain uh, art museum tour happening on November 18th between 11.15 and 12.15. And I actually went to the Ordain to check out the new out-of-control art exhibition about skateboarding. So worth a visit, visit. Really, really wonderful if you're looking for uh, another amazing opportunity and thing to do in our community. Really love the latest exhibition. Hope you do too. And Discover Bob Say is kicking off soon, but... I was hearing from a, a competitor actually in the skeleton from the IBSF and about the World Cup. Well, it was the North American Cup, but the World Cup for, for bobsleigh and skeleton is coming up on November 24th to 26th. And it is free to spectate. He was saying it felt a bit underwhelming in terms of spectatorship this year for the North American Cup, but the World Cup is coming up and that'll be, yeah, a fantastic weekend. Free spectating uh, up at base two, the gondola will be spinning by that point too oh speaking of base two there is a Whistleback Home party coming up on uh, for Whistleback Home staff on Sunday, the 20th, the Ula party, and they just changed it to alcohol-free. Ah, first world problem though, so that's okay. More to talk about, including the fact that Nan Falls Provincial Park is going to be staying open for day use for the winter, if you didn't know that already. Pretty cool. And for the next four weeks, Creekside Health will have a walk-in clinic. And yeah, I've mentioned this a couple times on the podcast. That is really crucial with so many people not having a GP, like a general practitioner, family doctor. So if you need, you know, a medical uh, treatment for maybe blood work or a pap test or anything your chance there it's uh yeah they're having working to have more medical doctors at creekside health but for the next four weeks dr jessica spruill will be available for uh for health care for a one-time visit for people who don't have a gp family doctor that's amazing so that's it creekside health oh unfortunately friend uh of mine b did lose her kitty's shoes left them on top of the car near the scandinav spa entrance so if anybody's seen some purple shoes she went back to see them they have been picked up if you have those purple shoes b has put a post on whistler winter looking to get them again so that would be amazing but there is a 
sadly, a fundraiser to help a wonderful couple in our community. You might know Beth and Daryl West personally. And there is a fundraiser happening at the Dublin Gate tomorrow night following their house fire. Yeah, all proceeds going to the West and Whistler Community Services Society. That kicks off at 7pm at the Dublin Gate with a silent auction fundraiser. There will be uh, a bingo as well. That's going to be called at 8pm. So big prizes and drink specials for that uh, wonderful local family in support of them. So that's tomorrow night at the Dub. Man, my dad always gives me a bit of stick for shortening things. Hey, Um, Dub Van Pow. Anyway... In local news this week, too, I wanted to give a special mention and shout out to Darren McPeak, morning host at Mountain FM, who won at the Canadian Music Awards, uh, sorry, Radio Awards this year, music director, best music director for a small market. And I really want to impress and give him a shout out because I know that Mountain FM cops a lot of flack for its music. And, you know, it's easy to criticize when you don't understand the restrictions of a radio format. I get it. It can be frustrating when you hear a lot of Justin Bieber, these Canadian content, yada, yada. But Darren McTeepeak does a wonderful job of music directing at Mountain FM and supporting all things local and, and really does go above and beyond. So kudos, Darren. You really deserve that accolade. Yeah, music director of the year in the small market for CISQ FM. So congratulations, Darren. Thank you for all that you do. Let's give a few birthday shout outs, shall we? Because it is Deacon Green's birthday today, along with Erica Haradas, Rob Perry, who I'm sure has taken your photo at one of our many underground clubs in the past, but also a very talented photo photographer in his own right. He was in Deep Summer this year. Happy birthday, Pez, aka Rob Perry. A few birthdays coming up too, like Brendan Bucks in a color tomorrow, Jacinta Cunahans, Charles Antoine Perrier, he's a bit of a Whistler alumni. Erin Saris too, along with Chucks. That's right, Charles Oreno Roy. Happy birthday to you, bud. Yeah, a few more to come in Friday's podcast too. So let's give you some wicked throwback facts, shall we? From Stinkies on the Stroll. Again, put that date in your diary for Apre on November 23rd at Stinkies. It's going to be a good one. But on this day in 1492, Christopher Columbus actually noted the first recorded reference to tobacco. Uh-huh. In uh, 1904, Gillette Razorblade, it was patented on this day in 1904. Okay, cool. Mackenzie King retired after 22 years as Prime Minister of Canada on this day in 1948. Mm-hmm. In 1986, the Beastie Boys released their debut album, License to Ill, which was actually the first number one rap album on the Billboard charts. True fact. More music trivia for you from 1959. Johnny and the Moondogs, a.k.a. the Beatles, played in the final heat of the TV Star Search competition. And that were in Manchester at the Hippodrome Theatre. Aye. And judging was done by the volume of applause that each group received. And then when it was called back on a stage, 
At the end of the night, however, the Moondogs didn't have enough money to stay overnight in Manchester. Aye, so they were forced to actually head back to Liverpool before they were called back onto stage. <laughs> yeah, pretty wild. It is Chad Krieger's birthday from Nickelback, in case you wanted to know. But Janis Joplin on this day in 1969 was arrested during a gig in Tampa in Florida after badmouthing a policeman. Yeah, you can read more into that one. Uh, what a what a wild a wild one Janis Joplin was. But on this day in 1980, Blondie had their third uh, U.S. number one with "The Tide Is High," which was originally written by John Holt. That was number one in the U.S. But yep, 1980, Dire Straits in 1987 became the first act to sell over three million copies of an album in the U.K. That was their album "Brothers in Arms." Yeah, true fact. Another fact from Ozzy Osbourne, apparently on this day, well, not another fact from him, but another fact from uh, November 15th. Ozzy Osbourne on this day in 1992 announced his retirement, saying, who wants to be touring at 46? Well, you changed your mind, didn't you, Ozzy? But how much would you pay for a Led Zeppelin ticket or two? On this day in 2007, uh, Kenneth from Glasgow paid £83,000 for two tickets to see Led Zeppelin rehearse and perform at the O2 Arena in London, bruv. Yeah, uh, that's a hell of a lot of money, but let's, uh, let's uh, shut it down, shall we, for your Tuesday episode. I feel like I uh, crammed a lot in there because I was caffeinated. I'm early in t- well into the early coffees these days. What do you call a line of men waiting to get haircuts? A barbecue. <laughs> I think I've used that one before. Sorry. I might have to, uh, after two years of doing the polls, I can't believe that. Hey, thank you so much for listening. Really for looking forward to seeing uh, some of your faces at the Apre at Stinky's next week. Uh, but let's give you a track of the day because this one's another cover after Neil Francis's uh, cover being track of the day on Friday last week. This one comes from the Spotify November's Pick and Mix playlist again. And it's from the Electric peanut butter company and it's an old track it's going back almost like eight years from 2014 from their album transatlantic psych classics volume two which isn't the second volume it's their first album but the two members of the band actually collaborate independently yeah adrian cassetta and sean lee they're separated by the atlantic ocean and they work independently on the tracks and but they're collaborating yeah super cool they're often never in person but their track dreams is a fleetwood mac cover and i really enjoy the the yeah the psyche funk soul vibes of that cover hope you do too from the electric peanut butter company it's track of the day i am gonna figure out a way to get little audio bites into the podcast come winter so look forward to that but i look forward to seeing you at some point soon hope you have a wonderful week and i'll chat to you friday Pulse podcast is here for you every weekday morning at 7.15ish and is sponsored by Stinkies on the Stroll. Stroll on down for all your hunger, thirst, sporting and apres needs.